Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike. We're currently in a hurricane and we have no power and it took us about 15 minutes to rig up a system to where we could actually record. Took much longer than 15 minutes. It took quite a while, but we have a battery, a portable battery to charge my iPhone, and I'm connecting my microphone to my iPhone using a special instrument that I purchased online. It's a dongle. It's not a dongle. A dongle is one. This is clearly more than just one. It's a double dongle. Okay, listen. Listen. Today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is called Robbed in Thailand. And no, that's not a clickbait title. I'm interviewing a man who is a victim of a violent and insidious crime Mm. in Thailand. Mm. Where his very own wallet was stolen from him. Mm. Jason, how did that, how did this happen? By the way, I'm Jason. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to introduce him. This yeah. is Jason. Hey. And wife is here as well. The wife oh. is here. Wife is here. And in this episode, we're going to tell you all about how this happened and how Jason recovered from this experience. First of all, I just want to say how, how devastating this must have been when this happened to you. But let's give the listeners some background information first. For those of you who aren't aware, Thailand is a country. Now, some people might not know this, but it's located in Asia. Southeast Asia. Southeast. See, that's why they pay you the big bucks. I get paid at all. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I don't pay him anything to be on this podcast. I might give him a hug afterwards, but that's about it. That's a big probably. 100% maybe. It's it's probably definitely going to happen. I keep kicking his butt. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive. Well, that's very (laughs) nice of you. Now, so why were you in Thailand? I went to Thailand back in the summer of 2019, a simpler time even. Mm. And I went to Thailand and I also went to Cambodia, which is also a country, believe it or not, Um, directly next to Thailand, uh, both of which reside in Southeast Asia. And I went, uh, spent a month in each country for a mission trip. Now, for those of you who don't know, that's when you go over to help starving children. Pretty much, yeah. in a nutshell. He built a house, he petted an elephant, uh, he fed the starving children, he painted a schoolhouse or something like that. Is that right? Uh, everything but built a house, yes, actually. Okay. <laughs> I was, I, I, so, so when you got to Thailand, mm-hmm. tell us about your airport experience, because I know that was a good one. Well, I flew out of Atlanta, Georgia, um, and we flew across... The mediocre country of the United States of America. Really has gone downhill in the past uh, little bit. And I had a connecting flight in Shanghai, China, which is also a country in Asia. Whoa. Thank you for the whoa. (laughs) Um, We had a connecting flight, and the flight there was, I think it was about like 13 and a half hours, in which I did not sleep at all. Why didn't you sleep? I cannot sleep on planes. I don't know why. I can't either. I can't sleep while traveling. I don't know why. Like, not in vehicles, not on boats, not in planes. (laughs) I have no idea. I have to be very, very tired to sleep when I travel. So I stayed up for the whole 13 and a half hour flight. Uh, We got to Shanghai, China at like 10 p.m. at night the next day. Because of, you know, time change, all that crap. So you're a time traveler. I'm a time traveler. Mm. (laughs) Um... Basically, I think I skipped over a Tuesday or something. <laughs> Didn't happen for me. I, I have no recollection of what that day is. Never lived it. So, got to China at like 10 p.m. And the flight to Bangkok, Thailand wasn't until like 2 in the morning. So you obviously took a nap because you were very tired. I think I tried. No, actually, no. Um, I, I got food. Was, was it good? Hungry. Pretty good. Pretty what good was food. it? I can't remember, but it was probably good. Hmm. I didn't get no disease from it. Okay. Um, and I pretty much just walked around the airport. I played Pokemon Go in the airport. Nice. I just walked around, just <laughs> catching Chinese Pokemon. And then you traded them with us later. It was so nice of him to do that. It was great. So that's why I went to uh to get the Pokemon. Yeah, to get to get all the Pokemon. Starving children that need help, secondary. Yeah. To get the Pokemon, that's the main objective. It is the priority there. Yeah. So. 2 a.m. rolls around, and we're on the flight to go to Thailand, Bangkok, Thailand. So we get there, and we get there at around 
wasn't a long flight, I don't think. No, I think we actually got to Thailand at 2 in the morning. And the flight was at 10 p.m. in China. Oh. I think that was it. So we got to Thailand at 2 in the morning. And we were going to take a bus all the way to our destination, which was on the opposite side of Thailand. <laughs> um, but that bus wasn't going to be here at the airport until 6 to 7-ish in the morning. So we had five hours. Uh, I went and got Burger King. I remember that when I did got. Did it taste any different than American Burger King? Yes, it did. The meat there was phenomenal. It was actual meat. Oh wow, wow. actual meat. The thing with like fast food there, it, they used actual meat, and the thing with like sodas, they 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 don't use like no artificial, yeah. fake sugar. Yeah. That dumb old America uses. Yeah. It tasted so good, and it was such a problem. <laughs> For me, because I loved it so much, I did. I, I wanted to keep consuming, <laughs> consuming it. We'll have to go back, and we'll, we'll go to Thailand just to visit the Burger King. Yeah. I no, we can go to. I will say we can go to McDonald's. Oh yeah. Because it's the same deal. Like the oh. chicken, like you know how here in America, the the like the chicken nugs at McDonald's, it like has a like, I don't want to say dark brown, like a medium brown, like a pasty texture skin. Yeah. Uh, the one in Thailand, Thailand and Cambodia, it was like a. It, it was a pleasing skin around the chicken, mm-hmm. around the nug. Very pleasing. And when you bit it, when you when you ate it, you look at the meat. It's like pure white meat. Oh, it, oh it's so good. Mm. And then and then the sodas were just phenomenal as well. Oh, man. Now I want to go to Thailand. Uh, let's go. Mm-hmm. We should. Let's go to Thailand. Mm-hmm. We, can go, we can go just all to the fast foods mm-hmm. and then come home. Yeah. That no, costs I don't like, want to uh, come home. We don't have to come home. <laughs> Everything's cheap over there. It's great. So once you got there, you got your Burger King. What's, I got my Burger King, um, and then I think I called my parents, which I think it was like like evening time here mm-hmm. the previous day. Um, talked with them for a bit, and I probably – that this is when I slept. Um, this is when I had to catch up on sleep, so I got like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's really all you need in a three-day time that's period. That's all I need. That's all I need. And then the bus got here. At the airport, and then we had like another eight to nine hour bus ride oh, <laughs> to our destination. Gosh. But it was a fancy bus, though. It was two floors. Did it come with a toilet? Whoa. Yes, it did, Whoa. actually. It, it came with a toilet, and it was great. I got the back seat all the way in the back. Um, like I said, it was a two, two-story two bus. <laughs> um, so it was, it had like blue neon lights, and it was pimping. I guess you could say it was bussin'. It was bussing. Thank you, thank you, Kayla. Um, so I don't, I don't remember much of that bus ride. Probably because you were really tired. Probably. Um. Yeah. So it was like it was kind of the thing with like when we went to Disney, like well, we had to get off the bus like halfway through to like get food, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, heck, I'll get off to get food. Mm-hmm. And the stuff we ate, it was like some noodle soup thing. You mean I, ramen? No. Okay. It wasn't ramen. It was like an actual thing. Okay. I, I don't know how to describe it, I mean, because I can't really remember. But it was like, it looked like, like a really janky place. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but that food was so good. Um, and then we just got on the bus and kept on rolling. Now, what was your destination? It was, in Thailand, it was, it wasn't Siam Reap. Um, where did I go? Was um, it uh, Bangkok, the only city I know in Thailand? <laughs> no, that, that we flew into Bangkok, and then we traveled to this place called um, Chiang Mai. And is this like, what is this yeah. area like? Is it, uh, is it a developed? Is it not developed? Yeah, it's developed. Okay. We, we stayed in a hostel, and we were near like some big, it was so weird. They have like these water systems. I don't think they were called aqueducts. No, that's not what they were. <laughs> like a pipe system? No, it wasn't a pipe system. But they had, like, this river, like, a square river, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the town, like, we where we stayed nearby. Oh, wow. Um, like, and it was built in that way? like Yeah, kind of. Like, like a, a natural like river. I don't think it was, well, I don't know if it's natural or not. I didn't really ask the Thai people. I'm sure that was not on your mind, the it architecture of the water. It looked pretty. <laughs> but no, it, w- it was a developed city, and right across from the hostel we were at, there was like a street market type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like an actual street market. Yeah. Where like they cooked food there, they like had meat on sticks. Crazy. 
shish kebab or something like that. It looks so good. All of the food there was so good. They were just like live music and like, oh, like a lot of shops, random shops just around the street market. Yeah. Um, there was also a lot of Buddhist temples around, which those were cool to see because if you don't know, Thailand, Asia really is just a heavy Buddha country. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it's a country. Asia is a country. Asia's a continent. Continent, that's that's the one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I've never seen a Buddhist temple. I'm not sure. There might be one in Charlotte, but I've never seen it. I don't know why there'd be one in Charlotte. I don't <laughs> um, know. <laughs> I'm sure there's one in Charlotte. But sure. Charlotte has everything. Yeah. But, yes, there was a lot of Buddhist temples around. Um, and they were very interesting to go look at, to go walk through. Um, there was one in Cambodia, which I know we're talking about Thailand, but... I mean, we got there. There was one in Cambodia you could actually just walk in. And, like, there's, like, a lot of Buddhist monks everywhere. Also, in Thailand, there was just Buddhist monks everywhere. Oh, thank goodness. Um, it was just very interesting. Very, a good cultural, culture experience. Um, but, yeah, that that's why I stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting. I loved it. And you stayed there the whole month? Yes, yeah, so we stayed in the same hostel for the entire month. Was it what were the conditions like? Was it similar to a hotel? <laughs> kind of. I remember actually, um, cause uh, it uh, being a mission trip. Uh, I I I went with nine other people, um, and there were three guys and math. What's math? Six. Six. <laughs> Not s- sex isn't a number. <laughs> Also, it's seven, by the way. It's seven. Six plus three is nine. What are you talking about? I went with nine other people. Also, oh, ten in total. Ten in total. Yeah, okay. I, didn't get that I gotta include me. Okay. Um, so seven people. There were three guys were, and seven females, which I fall into. I'm one of the three guys. You're a guy. I am a guy. Believe it or not. Oh. Um, and there were seven females. Hmm. So I stayed with the two other guys, of course. So, <laughs> in our room, it was all bunk beds, by the way. In every single room. All bunk beds. Hmm. And so there was like three sets of bunk beds in that room. Um, and, you know, just us being three guys, we all just took a whole bunk bed. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, and there was an air conditioner in the room. It was a very small room. Like, kind of compact. But, like, I think it was like halfway through the month, our air vent started leaking. Just, just leaking everywhere. So, okay. so we got to switch rooms, and it was great, because it was next to the bathroom. But let me tell you why I hated that bathroom. Because at the entrance, at the entrance of the bathroom, mm-hmm. there was like a lip, like Over. a little lip in the ground. Oh where like, yeah, like I you kind of stepped out. Oh, it was like an inch. So you you would fall down a lot. No, I wouldn't fall down. But like <laughs> it was an inch drop down into the bathroom. So when you go out, you kind of had to step up higher. I banged my toes up against that oh. lip constantly. And I was on a mission trip, so I couldn't curse. It was, ah, I would hate that. Oh, I had to hold my tongue. Oh, oh my buddy. gosh. If you if you get caught saying any curse word, they just ship you back to America immediately. No, I actually heard some people curse on that trip. <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot, but. Did you learn any uh, curse words in the languages? <laughs> I did not learn any curse words in Thai. No, did you I learn any not. of the other words? <laughs> generic words any words um let's see it was thai um i know more i guess Khmer, which is the language of cambodia mm. more so than okay we'll get to cambodia in the, in in the next episode so but, you're in thailand what are some of the goals uh, i know you painted a building at one point yeah so like what we did yeah what did you do okay so um we partnered with this uh organization it's called agape house for those of you who don't know, that means love, but in Greek. So it's Agape House. So, and what it is, is it's this organization that takes in children from, I can't remember the ages, I think it was like from age 5 to 18. Um, and with these kids, they have either been infected or affected by HIV and AIDS. That's terrible. In whatever shape or fashion. Um, so we were there, and for the first part of the day, we got to, uh, 
play and hang out with like the young children there who didn't like go off to school throughout the day uh so we got to be around them and language barrier was there it was a whole thing they didn't speak a lick of english um but uh something something you can kind of learn is that yeah you may not speak the same language but a smile is universal um so and laughter is also universal so you don't have to speak the same language to make someone else happy sidebar 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 I did a project in psychology class, one of my favorite projects I'm the most proud of, the universalization of sounds throughout cultures. Every single culture that was studied has a, um, a sound to represent happiness and joy. So sounds are like, what I'm trying to say is like words may not be understood, but expressions, mm-hmm. like to, to, a, to a, emotion is what's understood. And I feel like you can connect with people on an emotional level, regardless of if you can, you know, understand what they're saying. It's what's, possible to do so. What's your universal sound of happiness? Ah, wee. Yeah. And confirmed, yeah. <laughs> confirmed by wife. <laughs> confirmed by wife. So if anyone wants to make Michael happy, just go up and be, ah, wee. Is that ah. it? Is that it? Ah, wee. There you go. There you go. Clip that one. <laughs> Um, so we got to be with the, be with the kids throughout, like, the first hour, two hours of the morning, and then we would do just some, like, labor work, which, uh, it kind of, like, classic mission trip style, really, just, uh, well, like Michael said, we kind of painted the house. Uh, we may have painted two houses, actually. What color did you paint them? Well, we painted the inside of the house, not, like, the exterior. I see. Um... But uh, we also, it, it was kind of like, it was set up like a school, like they were, where they were at. Like their, their whole, their main building was like kind of like a school. Um, and really the main part, it, you know, again, Mission Trips, so it was a Christian organization. So they really taught the kids how to speak English, um, uh, taught them gospel-centered um lessons um so we got to clean and really uh fix up one of their classrooms that they wanted to use um so we got to do that so we dusted everything cleaned all the floors and there was a bathroom in there it was the nastiest thing i've ever seen in my life Hmm. holy lord it was nasty looking you've seen michael's bathroom it was nasty. my bathroom is not that bad because you live with a woman yes because you live with a woman, this Michael. Is true. Just my presence near the bathroom makes it cleans somehow. itself. It's wild. It's crazy. The dust f- flees in terror. That's why I need to get a woman. You do. Uh, for anyone listening, uh, Mr. Jason. No, no. Just I'll stop you there. Oh, no, okay. negative. Not happening. <laughs> I don't, you don't want anybody who likes Michael. I don't trust your listeners, Michael. Well, I have a lot of listeners <laughs> in various parts of the world. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I trust that. Get somebody in um, Australia. Make more people. There's oh. several people in Australia. Hey, yo, hold on. Australian accents, though, are kind of kind of nice. Oh, hey, mate. No, <laughs> not at all. What was that? You, what was that? that it was a horrible said? attempt. How would you describe it? Um, <laughs> horrible and offending, probably. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Oi. Oi. Oi, pass me the clam chowder. What was that? <laughs> clam chowder. Is, is that what Australians eat? I don't no, know. No, that's what somebody from like Maine eats. Oh. Maine. What well, what do Australians eat? Um, I don't know. Like fish. what's an Australian delicacy? I don't know. Fish probably. Oi, pass me that wallaby. I'm not even joking. Kangaroo. And Forty-two wallaby way, Sydney. Hey, <laughs> P. Sherman. <laughs> Are you quoting Finding Nemo right now? But let's let's circle back. Uh, so, and we're gonna skip ahead a bit. So, in conclusion, okay. Jason did all kinds of nice things for the starving children. And, I uh, don't know if they were starving, but sure. Oh, were they well fed? I mean, they fed us. Oh, okay. So, so I would assume if we were fed, the children <laughs> are being fed as well. So you, you went to Thailand. <laughs> I went to, to Thailand. steal food from the starving children. I did not steal any food. You took their only food. It was given to me. Now That's why you don't know if they were starving. You couldn't look at the guilt. <laughs> 
sure. <laughs> Let's go with that one. So then. in conclusion, Jason did a lot of things to help the children. A round of applause for Jason. I'd like the record to show that Jason clapped for himself. I wanted to give the illusion that there was more people like you had an audience, but you broke the illusion, Michael. Thank you. So, in the midst of doing all these good things, let's fast forward a bit to the day that the tragic event occurred. The tragic event of my robbery. Uh, it was nothing like Michael described. Um, so, this was, like I said, uh, we I spent a month in Thailand. Whole month. And this happened a whole ass month, and this happened on week two. Oh no! And I went to Thailand first, so I also had to spend another month in Cambodia, which I'll get there. Oh, that'll be the next part, which I'll get there. But this kind of ties into it, so I I, I have ties. to say that. Haha. <laughs> what? I don't. What do you mean? Ties into Thai. Thailand. Ties. Oh, okay. That was terrible. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So week two of Thailand. Week two of my two-month-long journey in Asia. I am watching... This is like 9 p.m. at night. Thai time. Thai time. Um, I'm watching my church online on, on, on Facebook Live. And uh, I get a notification uh, from my bank. And it says, Hey, man. You got like, negative $17 in your checking account. And I'm just like, uh, pfft, no, I don't. <laughs> so I load into my bank account, and I say, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> sure enough, I had negative $17 in my account. I immediately locked my card <laughs> so nothing could happen. My savings were still there. I had, like, how much did I have? I think I had, like, 6000 in savings. <laughs> that didn't get touched. I had like $2,600 in my checking account, though. And I know this is week two. I didn't spend that much. Sure, I went to McDonald's. All of the McDonald's. Sure, sure, I went to McDonald's. Those Thailand Listen. McDonald's, they get you. <laughs> Listen, at that McDonald's, you know how they have like the little ice cream cones? Yeah. So they, had, they also had that in Thailand. It was 10 baht, which baht is the currency in Thailand. And just to put it in perspective, one baht is like... 30 something cents here in America. So it was like 60 no 90 cents. Yes. Wait, so it's 10 baht for an ice cream. It was 10 baht. Yes. And if 1 baht is 30 cents, mm -hmm. 10 times 3 is Oh. 30. So so $3 for an ice cream? I think so. Is that better or worse than here? It's about the same. I don't know. Oh wait, no 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 no. It was, I think, 30-something baht is a dollar here. Is that right? Hold on. I need to look this up. Well, yes, yeah, yes. It'll yeah. be more more currency to equal. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you also have to contribute. This was in 2019, so Correct. the prices will be different than they were One now. One Thai baht equals. <laughs> oh, I was, I was somewhat correct. <laughs> Not really. Um. One Thai baht equals point zero two six of a U United States dollar. Um, point zero. Okay, so move that over two places. So one baht is equal to two cents. No, wait a minute. No. Twenty cents. Because you move it two places, you move the decimal point two places. Two. It's point zero two six. Of point, one dollar. Of one dollar. Point zero two six. So let's. Oh, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Uh. Wait. So hold on a minute. So let me get a pencil. Actually, fun fact, we're recording this during a hurricane. We have no power. Oh, yeah. We cannot see. Uh, we, we don't have any lights. The only light source we have right now is my microphone. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a candle at one point. I'm not sure what happened to that. Oh, 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 no. Okay, I got it right here. So the, the ice cream costs 10 baht. Okay. That equals 26 cents. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeet. Question, did they have uh, card readers in Thailand? Yes. So why didn't you just use your card? Because all the money got stolen. <laughs> oh, but prior to this, like, you, I imagine you had to go to some... Well, yeah, like, before, like, I could use my card, and it would just take the money out. Yeah. Uh, and then convert it. Yeah, it would convert it, like, as it, like, took it out or something. Yeah, that's interesting. There may have been a fee, but, uh... So, um... 
So all your money, you realized it was gone? Yes, so I realized I ha I do indeed have negative $17 in my account. Um, so I'm just like, well, frick. So I immediately locked my locked my card, and I sent a message to my dad. I'm like, hey, man, uh, all my money got stolen. What do? What do? So. Verbatim. <laughs> what do? I was angry, dude. Um, so... What we did was, and I didn't get no international plan, so I had to text my dad through, like, Facebook Messenger over Wi-Fi. So, me and my dad, we devised up a plan. Because I couldn't call my bank myself. Because, believe it or not, my bank did not have an iPhone set up. So I couldn't call them through Wi-Fi. So, me and my dad, we devised up a plan. This was on a Sunday, so the next day, Monday, uh, and because of the time frame... My night in Thailand was going to be my dad's morning to afternoon-ish. Okay. So, so the next day, Monday, um, I was going to call my dad through Facebook Messenger, and my dad was going to call our bank. We shared the same bank. He was going to call our bank through his work phone, put us both on speaker, and then we could talk to each other. And that's what we did. And it worked well. I could heal the person. They could heal me. We're having a good old time. They could not um, help me with that because they could not potentially have my dad on the line without me saying he could be on the line. Yep. I'm just like, well, how like do I? HIPAA. That's what you have to deal with. Yeah. HIPAA. So I'm like, well, how how can I? I'm like, well, it's okay to have him on the line. I'm, I mean, it's fine. And they said, oh, you have to call in first. Oh. I'm just like. Well, I can't. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So, we're at the point now where I can't do anything to get my $2,600 back. Right. Um, so, we got it worked out to where once I got back to Georgia, when I fly back into Georgia at the end of July, which this is the, again, this is the second week of June at this point. Oh, no. Once I fly back to Georgia in July... Technically, at the beginning of August, technically. Um, once I fly back to Georgia, I can get my money back. No fee, no charge, no nothing. I can get it all back 100%. I would just have to call my bank once I get back, and they'll sort it out for me. Yay, <laughs> happy ending. No. I had to spend a month and a half, basically, in Asia with no debit card or anything. Oh my God. Now, how did I live? Well, you lost about 70 pounds. You did. That too, because I only ate rice the entire time. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I was made to eat, like, in Cambodia, but we'll get there. No more uh, Thailand McDonald's for you. Oh, I was so sad. I missed the 10 baht ice cream. The oh. 20 cents ice cream. Oh, it was so sad. Um, so what did you do? Could you, like, uh, did you set up a shop? So, you know, what did you do? <laughs> no, I did not set up. I didn't set up a lemonade stand, Michael. I didn't do that. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what happened. Before I left. Before I left for Asia, my dad told me, do not carry so much money in your wallet, so much cash in your wallet, because it could get stolen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, dad, my stubbornness saved my life because I kept about $600 in my wallet. And it didn't get stolen. Nice. The safest thing in my wallet got stolen. That's what got stolen. So someone took your debit card out of your wallet. Oh, I didn't tell you how the money got out. So, <laughs> um, so as a bank, like when I go into my bank account, I can see the transactions. Mm -hmm. I can see what has been bought. So I'm like, $2,600 is gone. What has this been spent on? I'm thinking like something big. Like, did someone put a down payment? What happened here? I saw eight, nine, or ten different transactions. All ranging from like two hundred to two hundred eighty dollars, all through PlayStation Network. <laughs> Some people like to say a lot of people bought V Bucks on Fortnite. <laughs> That's what people say. So my Minecraft skins. Minecraft skins yeah. There we go. Oh man. Um. So my my debit card was linked to my PSN account back home. <laughs> so I'm guessing someone hacked my account or 
or else I'm logged in somewhere on a random PS4 somewhere in the world. Use that. Use my code. Bought a lot of crap. Um. So that's so that's all that happened. Really was a twelve-year-old buying V Bucks for mm. Fortnite. Um. But did you get the money back eventually? Yes. Once uh the end of the trip flew back into uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Called my bank and I had twenty six hundred dollars in my bank account. That's crazy. And now I barely have that many in my bank account mm. right now, so it's sad. Um, but it was great because I would have been fine. I because again I had the six hundred dollars in my account or in my uh, wallet. And if it comes down to it, you could always steal. I could always steal. Um, but from the no. children. And I don't know if I children should tell are very easy to steal from. Michael, you Michael, can, you Michael, can push Aaron. them over and just take their money. I'm a Michael, I could do that to you. Well, well yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> so, anything else you want to add about your Thailand experience? <laughs> is this where you saw the elephants? This is where I saw the elephants, yes. Um, now, for those of you who don't know, uh, an elephant oh is um, a large land-dwelling mammal. Uh, they have two tusks, typically, but these ones didn't have tusks that you petted. They did not have tusks, no. That's because they were the Asian variety, which typically do not have as many tusks as the African variety. They also have trunks. Yes, both types of elephants have trunks. What's your best elephant impression? No. No more sounds. His his (laughs) elephant impression is also his happy impression. No, no, my happy is woo-wee. Woo-wee. Oh, it's woo-wee. Woo-woo-wee. (laughs) Ooh-woo-wee. And the elephant is... One more time. Oh God. You do an elephant. It's not you're, too easy. You're, you're diving into Wally. <laughs> That's what you're diving into. Kayla? <laughs> that sounded like a spooky vacuum. <laughs> spooky vacuum? <laughs> what? Like a haunted vacuum. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I do have another story that pertains to money in Asia, but that's like more Cambodia. Oh, well, we, we got Cambodia as a separate episode. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, the Thailand episode. Okay. Any more Thailand stories that you want to add? I ate a spider. Why'd you eat a spider? <laughs> Went in Thailand. Was it a fried spider? Yes, it was. It covered was in good. chocolate? It, it was not covered in chocolate. But it no. was fried. I don't know if it was fried. No. Was it like, how was it cooked? What was the size, what was the diameter of the spider? It was a big spider. It was like a big spider. Like how big? It was enough for like all my all my teammates to like have a leg. <laughs> So, you know, some people eat frog legs. That's a weird thing that people in the South do. But in Thailand, uh, I guess you just eat spider legs. You just eat spider legs, I guess. I don't know. How did you acquire the spider? It was just in the street market. Just a vendor. Just Here was a spider leg. There was like a spider, a scorpion, all types of creatures. Uh, I don't don't imagine it would be very meaty. No. Um, I feel like it was... (laughs) I don't know if this is going to be gross. It kind of like hairy... Oh like yeah, because the spider like, hair. Just a just a leg. When I like first initially put the spider leg in my mouth, like I'm like, oh, that's hair. That's like little tiny hairs there. Oh. Um, it was crunchy. Oh. Um. Because the, the spiders have bones? They don't, do they? Mm. No. No, it was it's just... not like a chicken leg, Michael. <laughs> it's Mike. It's crunchier like like cartilage. Rind. Sure, cartilage. Cartilage. Spider cartilage. Um. I t- I mean, I wouldn't eat it again. <laughs> that was a one and done type of thing, just to eat a spider. Was it expensive? No, everything in Thailand's cheap. Wait, was it? Was it stale? Well, that would depend on the seasoning. I would say stale. Stale. Kind of like oh. like I would a say less, stale. Like, like a uh, negative flavor. Like a can of Pringles you leave out on under the bleachers. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't eat it again. <laughs> um, I would eat a spider once. Yeah, I mean, right I, was, I was in Thailand. Like, I wouldn't eat a spider in Charlotte. Why would I do that? <laughs> the Charlotte street food vendors now offering spider. I would not trust a, someone offering me to eat a spider in America. I would not do that. But in Thailand, I trust them more. That's so funny. I would rather die from eating a spider in Thailand than die in Charlotte from eating a spider. Honestly, yeah. I would rather die anywhere else but Charlotte. Yeah. There you go. Um, Sorry, guys. See. We don't like Charlotte. I so, got my uh, first tattoo in Thailand. It's a tattoo of some really... Uh, I really like your first tattoo. Do you yeah, really? I do. Yeah. I tried to show you, but I remembered we're in the dark. I we, we are in the dark because, you know, the whole hurricane thing. Hurricane yeah. Ian. But uh, I can tell a story about the tattoo. What is the tattoo? Uh, Describe it to the audience who can't see. 
Google... Not because they're blind, but because this is a podcast. Well, true. Audio listeners... I mean, I'm not saying blind people can't listen to my podcast. I'm just saying a majority of my listeners right. do have the capacity to see things. Michael. Michael, Michael you're digging a hole. <laughs> um, so, my first tattoo, it uh, it says the word peace. P-E-A-C-E. Peanut? No, peace. no, peace. Peanut. No, no, peace. 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 With butter? No, what? What? No, not peas. <laughs> not peas. P-E-A-C-E. P-E-A-C-E. The, the feeling of calmness. That... I don't have that. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but it says the word peace in Thai. Um, and it's written in Thai on my arm in, you know, the Thai, I don't want to say Thai font. Language. There you go. Thai, <laughs> thai language. Um... Which, to be fair, it could not say peace, and I would have no idea. <laughs> we'll yeah. run it through Google Translate whenever we get power back. Well, that's that's what I did. Uh, like, when I was in Thailand, I Googled the word peace, and that's what came up. I'm like, good enough for me. <laughs> so I hope it says peas. I hope it says, like, noodles or something like that. <laughs> something random. Now, what does this mean to you? Get really deep and emotional, and maybe cry a little bit if you can. I'm not going to cry, because um, I've told the story a lot. I'm used to it. Um, so, um, here comes the spiritual part of the podcast. Here we go. For everyone who's listening, Jason's going to get really serious, so there's not going to be any jokes or funny noises for about two minutes, or maybe even longer, depending on how good of a story this is. But I want everyone to focus on the serious story Jason's about to tell. (laughs) None of Michael's happy noises. Hey! Miraculously, the oh my God. gosh! <laughs> for, for those of you who can't see, the power just came back on and blinded all of us. Oh man! Oh, Ow. I'm gonna turn that off immediately. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, do you think that'll bring you to tears for the spiritual part of the episode? That'll probably bring me to tears. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh goodness me! How long were we in the dark for? Oh, this is like what? Oh man! Probably a little okay. more than an hour. Oh, well, I'm turning off these mics, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. We're leaving the bedroom light on. Goodness me. Okay, we're leaving that one on, but everything else is staying off. Oh, man, my oh. eyes. Oh, man. That was tough. It was like half a second of joy, and then sheer pain. It's like I was just birthed. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't so, know. All right. All right, serious Jason story. Let's go. Serious Jason story. Are you okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, don't so. interrupt. <laughs> Wife can interrupt. You cannot. Okay. So. Um, so the story behind the tattoo, um, it being a mission trip, big old Christian Jesus thing, um, careful, that's gonna be bright. Wait, I'll let you land. Hey, okay. focus, focus, yeah, focus. focus. Sorry, I'm Serious I'm Jason sorry. story. I'm sorry. It's okay, you're okay. So, at the beginning of the trip, before, uh, we flew out, uh, we had to go to this place in Georgia, it's called Gainesville, Georgia, small town. Uh, to where we had, quote-unquote, training. That's where we learned about the places we were going, the culture behind there, and, like, what kind of country it is. It's just uh, just some things that would be helpful for us for when we get to the field. Um, and while there, uh, obviously heard a lot of, like, uh, sermons and lessons and feeling a lot of emotions and stuff like that. Because, um, to me, it's a big thing in my life. Um, while there, it was kind of the start of it, to where the concept of peace was kind of at the forefront of my mind, and I had no idea why. I don't know if, if like, it was peace going to be for me, for someone else on my team, for someone in Thailand or Cambodia, someone for someone when I get back. I have no idea. I had no clue. So I held on to that feeling, held on to those thoughts for... About about halfway through the first month in Thailand. Um, and so, also kind of before then, I uh, without getting like too much detail about this one, um, my, my mom was going through some things uh, back here at home. Um, and... Again, not to get too detailed about it, but it was just things like uh, the the guy that she was married to at the time. Um, he was having another fail with another woman and screaming and yelling and cussing at my mom all in front of my 
little brother who was, uh, let's see, we're in 2022, this was 2019, three years ago. He was probably like six, seven, or eight at the time. Young, still young. So screaming, cussing, and yelling all in front of him, which affected him. It also affected my mama, obviously. And she just wasn't doing good. Um, and I kind of, and, I, and I've been the type of person to think of, like, how can I take control of this situation? How can, how can I fix things? How can I make things better? What can I do? And it really affected me a lot because I love my mom. I'm her number one fan because she's mine. Um, and I would do anything for that woman. Um, so it really got me down leading up to the trip because I didn't want something to happen to her. I was worried about it. Um, so I kind of took these feelings and took these emotions to me with Thai, uh, to Thailand. Um, and I didn't want to because I've tried letting, letting it go and, you know, laying it down um, at Jesus' feet. And, but I always kind of like just kept hanging on to it. Um, and it got to the point where I was scared that it was going to affect what we were doing in Thailand, where it was going to affect like the ministry and like my relationship with my teammates and everyone I was going to come into encounter with. So I was very scared about that. And one of my teammates uh, kind of picked up on it. She noticed that I was kind of like acting kind of off. Uh, so she and I, we, uh, we had a long conversation, like a 45-minute conversation. And she encouraged me to go up onto the roof of the hostel of which we were staying at. You know, listen to some worship music and uh, talk to God a lot and see where it goes. And that's what I did. And throughout that, throughout my time on top of the roof, I did end up giving all those emotions up, giving that situation up uh, to God. And and also, I, I forgot to mention this, but like a little bit before this moment happened, uh, like a few days or a week prior, uh, we some of my teammates decided to get tattoos. Because again, it was insanely cheap. This tat that my first tattoo cost me twenty six dollars or something like that, insanely cheap. So, and I just I decided to get the word peace in Thai written on my uh, was it forearm? Yeah, written on my forearm. And we got we got the tattoos at the end of the month. So when all this happened, I had not gotten the tattoo. I had decided to get it, but I have not gotten it yet. So. All the stuff happened on the roof, gave that situation up, and it was such an extraordinary feeling because, as cliche as it sounds, it was like a wave of overwhelming peace washed over me. Um, and again, cliche, it's like, like people say, like, chains fall, chains break. It's like I heard chains hit the ground. Cheesy as it sounds, I know. Uh, it makes me cringe. Um... <laughs> But no, it was such a feeling of like peace and freedom and joy that all these feelings of like I've never really kind of felt before. If I have felt them, it, it's been like a long time at that point. Um, so every time, so and then, you know, at the end of the month, got the tattoo. So now, like, you know, when I look at this, when I look at my forearm and see the word peace written on my, written on my arm, it's always just um, kind of like a testimony to me now. It's a reminder for me of, you know, the overwhelming sense of peace I felt back then. I can feel it now, today, despite what I'm going through. Um, because if I could let go of that situation of my mom, who I love so dearly and would die for her, if I can let go of that situation, then I can do that again. I can feel this way again. Um, so, yeah, that's the tattoo. Um, I love it a lot. And I, I've never regretted it getting it um it, it's kind of a common theme throughout all my tattoos uh which listeners i have three in total to where um to where i would decide to get to get the tattoo and then be put into a situation where the tattoo would kind of make sense and then i would get the tattoo and then it'd be kind of like a testimony to me michael you have a question 
I did have a question, and then I remembered the answer, so I no longer, I, redra- I redact my You my can question. ask it anyways, and I then was, you can answer it. Well, I forgot you had three. I thought you only had two, and yeah. I remembered your third one. Mm-hmm. Did you get the boat? I actually remembered the boat, and you forgot the victory. I forgot the victory. You forgot the victory. Did I design one of those letters? I don't think I did. No, it's all female friends. Oh, yeah, only the female friends. <laughs> no, it wasn't them. all just female friends. Just the women designed Um, them. Let's see. One, two, three of these were guys. Okay. Oh, Three wow. out of how many? By now they are. But uh, but I, I really appreciated you sharing that story. That's what Lessons with Mike is all about. People coming on here to share their stories. And I, I feel really moved. Share my lessons. I feel moved by this story. Because yeah. in all the things I've learned, uh, there's a big problem more so now than in previous generations mm. where everyone tries to fix everyone else's problems and this compounds their own problems like there's no quietness your mind is always constantly at war with itself thinking what about this situation or that situation to be able to give these things up is very profound i think mm-hmm. and i think more people should try to seek because this. because w- when you hold on to your problems they will weigh you down more so than you think and they will burden you, and they will affect you greatly, whether that's mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, more so than you think. Um, so I encourage the listeners to get out there, talk to someone that you trust. Um, just talk to anyone, because talking about it, speaking it aloud, and I found this out kind of on this trip. Like, when you say things out loud, there's kind of a certain amount of, like, I'll say power to it, mm-hmm. to where if you speak out your problems out loud, you you can realize how small they can be. Mm. Um, and, I mean, there ain't nothing that, you know, people can't handle. I mean, you guys can handle anything. I don't know you people. Um, I believe in you people. We believe in you people. You like, guys are strong. You guys can overcome it, anything. Uh, you just got to believe that for yourself because self-motivation um, because if you say you can't do it, then you won't do it. Uh, but if you start saying you can, then you will. I'm gonna blow everyone away right now. No matter how you look at it. Give us your one line. No matter how you look at it. If you're a religious person, you look at it like this. We were created to, we were created in the image of God. We are divine beings created in the image of God. And there's nothing we can't accomplish. If you look at it from a non-religious perspective, we're the pinnacle of everything. We came from crabs. We're like crabs 2.0. We are an upgraded version of everything that came before us. So no matter what perspective you choose to look at it from, we have the power and the capacity within ourselves to deal with these situations. And if you are burdened down worrying with other people's problems, you not only are weighed down excessively, because you have that in addition to your own problems, you are prevented from act from um, from adequately not only helping yourself but from doing good to others as well. Yeah, I I resonate with that because I've always been the type of person to like put others before myself, put others' problems before my own problems, mm-hmm. to to the point of like I was kind of like neglecting my own self, my own problems. Um, and the more I did that, he still does it. I still do it. <laughs> um, whoops. <laughs> Um, Buddy, you can't fill someone else's cup if your cup is empty. And that's the point I was getting to. Because the more you neglect yourself, the more the more you'll start to neglect others mm-hmm. and their problems. So really get out there, help yourself, stay healthy, get some rest, drink water, do all the things. And I, 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 I should practice selfish. as I preach. It's not selfish to yeah. do those things. It is not at all. Let me, let me uh, one of the most profound things I've ever heard. From, uh, from a, a minister that I really respect and like. Joel Osteen? I, not Joel Osteen. A man I, I, I'm not going to say his name. Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden! <laughs> Let me tell you, the profound thing, Pastor Biden, no. 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 <laughs> Jesus, the quote is, it's love your neighbor as yourself. It's not love your neighbor instead of yourself. Oh, mic drop. Mm-hmm. Isn't that in the Bible? What? Isn't that in the Bible? I don't know. I love your neighbor as yourself? Yeah. 
But but the second part, it's don't it's not love your neighbor instead of yourself. It's love your neighbor as. Oh, that was Paul Rudd's quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just <laughs> quoting the Bible. I'm like, brother, the name you're looking for is Jesus. I think. Mr. Jesus. Pastor Jesus. Pastor Christ. What? T- Pastor Christ. PC. Daddy Christ. No, no, that they is actually just do crazy. that. They actually do they that. They do that. Some people places. pray. People pray like that. I haven't heard it in person, but there have been stories where people start the prayer, "Daddy God." Shout like, out to Joseph no. Walker, the only person I've ever heard do this in person. Absolutely, I hated not. it then. I hate it now. I'm so glad you don't do that anymore. It's so cringy. I just stop. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Jason, any final thoughts? Uh, we covered a lot of ground today. We have covered a lot of ground. We'll have more ground to cover in Cambodia. Yeah, stay tuned for part two of Cambodian Experience. Yes, there'll be a lot of more stories there, a lot more emotions there. Uh, final thoughts? Um, I will say this as like a teaser for Cambodia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of described like how the work we did was more like physical, like physical labor and stuff like that. Um, I, I've always described that... Uh, and in regards to me with my teammates, who I went with, um, the the type of ministry that we did in Thailand was more, you know, physical. And the ministry the ministry we did in Cambodia was more relational. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited. Relational. And Cambodia was my favorite one, my oh, favorite trip. I'm so excited. And probably my favorite trip overall. Yeah, that my favorite on. trip was overall. What was your favorite trip? Oh man, that's a tough one. I've been on a few trips. I, I thought I really thought you had a loaded answer here. My favorite trip was. Uh, Do it. I was gonna make some sort of reference to, to. I was gonna make a gay joke about me and you, but. <laughs> what? Uh, my favorite trip was my trip to your house. I've never been to your You've house. You've never been to my house. Okay. Well, anyway. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, wife, for being present. She's currently not present. She left some time ago to use the restroom. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, But Raisin, Jason, is still present. Hey. Thank you for being here. Everyone, thank you for listening. Share the podcast with your friends, your enemies, your coworkers, your spouse, your ex-spouse, anyone you can think of that it's appropriate to share it to. Your mom, your mom's kids. Well, probably not with your mother's children, unless they're your siblings. All right, bye, everyone. Love you.